Welcome back to the Triple C Podcast. This is Gil. I got Eric back in the building once again with us. Eric, how are you doing today? What's going on, gang gang? Glad to be here. Doing great. Um, Good productive week. Uh, Looking forward to this episode. We got a lot of good feedback from the listeners. Um, Yeah, I'm just excited. I'm just excited to be here. Yeah, how was your weekend? Uh, Well, you sound really excited, but yeah, sorry, you don't get to ask that. Oh, okay. I don't. I apologize. I should have let mm. you know. I'm running the show, but all right. What well, else did you do, Eric? Well, this yeah. weekend. What else did you do? Did um. Uh, well, I had a dream uh, this week. <laughs> oh, he had a dream, <laughs> folks. <laughs> I did have a no dream. pun intended. He, <laughs> he had a dream. I what right, happened, yeah. Eric? Clever you. But yeah, I, I did have a dream. Yeah, I was on a boat. Uh. It was like an 80s kind of theme, kind of felt like Wolf of Wall Street a little bit. Um, beautiful women. Yeah, I had like on like an old school um, uh, uh, Beach Boys Hawaiian shirt, you know, with, you know, you know, with the Vans on. You know, you know it was cool. It was, it, it was a dream of living the good life. It was a flash. And then I woke up and I was like, damn, back to reality. I gotta go wake up, and Eric. Zuber, Eric, boy. Eric, boy, boy. <laughs> what else did you do with the weekend? I, I didn't. I don't care about what you dream. What else did you do on the weekend, Eric? On the weekend, um, what did I do? What did I, do? Uh, guys? Uh, I apologize. Um, this this man is uh, a little distracted, but I'll tell you what. We got a great show today. Yeah. A lot of great topics. And, it was a uh, wonderful weekend, though. One wonderful weekend. Thanks. We went sir. to the gym. We worked out. We worked it out. That that's very eventful. Eric. It is. It is for some. We got a great show with a lot of great topics for you today. It's Friday. For some of y'all, it's payday. For some of you guys, it's I get to enjoy my paycheck for one day, and I'm broke again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, hang in there. It's, it's tough out here. Yeah. But thanks for stopping by. I hope you enjoyed today's show. Eric, I'm gonna start with the first topic. For those of you who live in California, you know where Gilroy is. There was a event over the over the weekend uh, called the Gilroy Garlic Festival. It happens every year, uh, but this time there was a shooting, and it was three dead, and the suspect was killed in the shooting. In the action of, uh, or I should say, the reaction of what he caused. Uh, according to NBC News, 30 said the shooter appeared to have cut a fence to gain entry into the festival. Police said a second possible sub- suspect was being sought. Uh, festival shooter Santonio, sorry, Santino Legan wore tactical gear, sunglasses, and a ball cap. He seemed confident in his use of a gun. That is uh, NBC so um that's fucking horrible that is horrible that's horrible um god bless the families and all those that um have been affected by this fucking idiot just douchebag <laughs> pussy i don't mean fucking... to laugh at the situation i'm, I'm just, sorry i'm yeah. laughing I'm, because I'm, a, I'm a little passionate about it because the guy is just... he the guy is is uh 
has no idea about the ramifications of his actions. Yeah. And it's so ridiculous. Well, but continue. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's one of those, you know, fucking Columbine just, you know, pussies, bro. Honestly, I mean, I, I really don't know, like, any other word to call him. Because to call him a him or a human, it's like what he did was beyond human. It was like, you know, like, like he was fucking just... Oh man, yeah, you know, like, like I'm, I'm, I'm trying to wrap my mind around it and, you know, verbalize my feelings here, and it's difficult because, you know, when an event like this happens, you know, you're, you're hit with a lot of emotion at once of like how to feel about it, you know, like, like we're, we obviously mourn for their families, and you know, it's very tragic, and it's just like, like the Gilroy. Um, festival i mean it it hits home i mean being a bay area native um it's a lot of families a lot of families go there you know it's it's a yearly thing that you know we just take for granted i guess you know the safety of it i i I guess you know but man you know this kid obviously you know he didn't care about the you know families affected it's all about him you know he was living in his mind in a fucking di- different reality, and this is what happens to a loner. You know, just you know. Now, this is a strange person. This is a weird person. This is someone that you know is the black sheep, and you know, you know that kind of person already. You know, you know. So, so, so that, that's his character profile, I would say, and. Now he has an automatic fucking rifle in his hand somehow and, you know, commits a horrible, you know, crime. And here we are in another situation where someone from, and it doesn't matter if, you know, he came from a rich family or a poor family, but someone with family that has enough common sense to prevent Eric, can this. I inter- can yeah. I interject for a second? I'm going a lot of places here, but you know, you know, you know, it's fucking horrible. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I, I got a different take on this because my human development perspective on this, you would know. Yeah. Is that this is actually you went to school for this, huh? College kid. Well, you know, I being going to college, not going to college, really, you could pick up an article. Mm-hmm. For sure. And you can study different things that are out there. You don't have to go to college mm-hmm. to put two and two together. Some people still get five. Right. And the media <laughs> somehow has forgotten how to count. Right. So instead of telling us two plus two equals four, mm-hmm. they're saying, oh, good old uh, Santini, Santino. Mm-hmm. He was playing Fortnite or he was playing Call of Duty. So, you know, the things that are happening around his life Mm. have contributed so much and it's compounded to the point where it pushed him to his breaking point and he shot these kids, right? Mm -hmm. That's what they're telling us. They're Mm -hmm. telling us that this guy came in confident, ready to to shoot up the whole place. It was like a video game for him. It was like a video game. It was like a video game, you know. He didn't see and and I can I can get that you know you know he's you know disillusioned from reality he's in his own world so he doesn't see human beings as human beings 
he sees us all like, you know, people in a fucking, you know, simulation. You know. Okay, well, I'm not asking for the DMT perspective on this. I just, I well, was trying to go yeah. somewhere and you kind of stopped me. So, oh, yeah, I'm sorry, but go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Give, me a, give me a goddamn second here. Rock on. Rock on. Go ahead. Check this out. Do it. We know when it happened with Columbine and it happened with Sandy Hook, these shootings. Mm-hmm. What's the layers behind this big ass onion? That we keep hiding behind. We keep saying it's video games. We keep saying it's Fortnite. Go interview the goddamn families. They don't they, want to interview. And they always, if they interview, it's to say, oh, my son would never do that. My son would never do that. Mm-hmm. But instead of sounding like that, they actually sound a little bit more whiny to me. Especially the mothers that come out and they're, well, they're crying. Every, everyone's surprised. Yeah, everyone's they're crying surprised. and they're telling her, "Oh, you know, your son went to the Gilroy Garlic Festival and mm. shot up the school. Did you ever think that his never behavior, saw it coming? Did never you ever see it coming? it coming? No. And immediately the mom is sobbing and she kind of gets he wasn't this, raised this way. in this mode that yeah. you know her only only thing she could say is. I don't understand why Santini would go out and shoot. He's always playing Fortnite. Me and his father always fought over who can get the needle in the vein first. And Santini was playing Fortnite. God damn it, I'll make you a sandwich in a second. Try to get this thunder in a bottle, bud. <laughs> But that's what I'm getting at. The the mothers will yeah. say, my son did that. Mm. It couldn't be. <laughs> but the truth mm. is, a lot of these mothers and fathers, if you've ever, you don't have to be a college student. Just look up Eric mm. Erickson. He's a, a famous pioneer in human development. He had his eight stages of development. Mm. And somewhere along the lines between trust and mistrust, in that stage of your life, the infancy stage, and um, just really trying to figure out who you are. Mm-hmm. In those stages of In those stages, everything that's happening. Did he happening, miss a stage of development? I, do you think? I think, uh, I think he missed a lot of fucking stages. I think he, yeah. <laughs> I think he played now. Monopoly and went straight to jail. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this guy didn't, you know. You know he you know, went, this guy thought, you know, they were handing out. Trains oh. and you know, <laughs> Ohio yeah, bus driver. Out brains and Ohio bus driver, yeah. you're going to jail now. Yeah, you're going yeah. to jail now. But look, right? They thought you know they were uh, handing out. Uh, they were handing out brains, and you know he thought they said trains, and he got the fucking caboose. <laughs> That's what happened. But it, I mean, it's obvious he's a product of his environment. The kid grew up. Mm-hmm. The household, more than likely, I'm. It's a middle class household. I, I'm willing to bet that oh. the house that in a lot of these shootings, mm. their household, their environment was rocky at best. Yeah, something was wrong. Something was wrong. Yeah. There was a lack of communication with yes. the parents. Yeah. Next thing you knew, bam. Right. I'm in school. I'm shooting everybody up. Right. I'm in a festival. I'm going to shoot people up. I'm going to lash out. Dude, he even shot. I mean, you know, and. and and I heard this on the news, and I felt a certain way too. Like they said on the news that he even shot. And this is the way that they phrased it. He even shot a six-year-old. Now that's horrible, you know. But I think that 
attempted murder or murder on any life of any age is, is despicable, let alone a child, you know, and this guy, from what reports are saying, he shot indiscriminately in the crowd, meaning anyone could get it. Anybody that was in the range of those bullets would have got it. And for him to do that, and then it was, I, I, I don't get it. What, what kind of release do you have by harming other people? You're emotionally callous. That's what I'm trying to get at. These people yes, that do these no actions, they're emotionally callous. Yeah. Um, emotionless. Emotionless. Yeah. That's exactly what they are. Yeah. And, you know, this is what happens. When your parents or your environment is always changing, you don't know what the fuck's going on. You don't got your feet on the cement. You're lost. But but, but I, th- I think let me take it to the next level with you. With they you. they used guns, right? He yeah. used a gun to kill these people, right? Who gave him? The why are we ta- or why yeah. are we gonna take it with the guns? There's yeah. somebody got to pull the trigger, right? Right. But should 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 we ban? Cars, because you could go get a car and run somebody over. Eric, go lay in the driveway right now. I'll show you yeah. how it's done after this podcast. I'll run you over. Oh, fuck off! But no, but seriously, it was no, it the car's though. fault. Uh, no, no, but yeah, okay. Peanut butter kills mm. approximately eight to twelve people in a year. Should we? Nigga, should please. we put a ban? <laughs> Whoa! Yeah, no. Whoa! No, 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 but seriously, you know, because I'm passionate about this one. It's because I like. I think personally. That to own a weapon, right? I don't care if it's a fucking uh, a nine millimeter or you know a handgun or uh, you know a semi-automatic you know rifle. I think that you should have to go some sort of psychiatric test or examination. And you know, some people would be like, "Well, hey, I, I just want to shoot guns. That's a little bit much, don't you think?" Well, I think that these shootings and this and these losses of life is a bit much you know if someone and you could say well eric you know, you know that's a bit much for you know eric that's a bit much yeah well someone fucking say it you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah you know it's not that much because you know we can protect so many families and if it, god forbid it was your family or mine you know we would for sure want we'd want know, justice we'd i want understand. justice but we'd want some like regulatory agency to oversee who gets, you know, licenses for guns because you shouldn't be able to just, you know, in some states just go to a gun store, you know, that says gun shop and you go to the place that clearly says gun shop, you know, in the entrance and you go there and you can just buy a gun. All you need is an ID. And I don't think that's enough. I don't think that's enough. It shouldn't be that. I agree. I think you need to have a psychic evaluation uh, before you get that gun, mm-hmm. a psychiatric value. Psychiatric. I apologize, yeah. not psychic. Yeah, but I mean, you get my point. Yeah. If if you're not right in the head, I'm not gonna give you this fucking gun. Right. Because the moment you walk in and you're acting like that, I know you got an itchy, itchy trigger finger. Something's wrong. Something's wrong. Something's so, wrong. Um, and so it, it when, doesn't matter from like. So when old yeah. Martha is saying, "My son would never do that." The only time he's seen a gun is laser tag. <laughs> well, I fucking doubt it because yeah. one uh, side effect of being American, I'd say, is that we love our guns. We love our guns. We love our guns. We love our guns. And that's even cool though with me, bro. I like you know shooting guns and blowing shit up and 
doing all that stuff. But, you know, it's in a controlled environment. And also, you know, it's, uh, yeah, I'm shooting a fucking target. I, I, I don't like shooting human beings. And, you know, this guy, you know, but he was 19 years old, mind he, you. Yeah, you, you mentioned that. He's 19 years old. And I think he's, you know, he's not in reality or he wasn't because, you know, he, he, you know, subsequently got shot by the officers on the scene at the Guild War Festival. So was this suicide by cop? Too? You know, there's so many layers of this. There is so many many layers, layers, but I would bet the fucking house that something in the household wasn't right. Now, I mean, we could go to the extremes and say maybe, maybe mom was, was, uh, was having a lot of visitors at night. Maybe she was, she was the steam train running every night, uh, at two in the morning and, (laughs) All that seismic activity wasn't actually earthquakes. It was actually a bed frame rocking the two by four walls and drywall everywhere every night. Um, We don't know. We don't know. We could definitely we can we can theorize all we want. Something happened. But the the truth is that the but but hold on hold the man wasn't hold on hold on hold on the the boy wasn't right. We I guess we let's not yeah 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 he would have been tried like an adult right. But, you know, let's not, you know, you know, that whole, you know, something may have happened in his life that, you know, set him off to this direction of killing innocent people. That's a cop out because there's so many people that have been abused mentally, physically, sexually as as kids, traumatic life experiences, you know, and they haven't killed anybody. They've actually, you know, but it's case specific, but man, I think one thing that could have definitely curtailed some of this and this horrible tragedy was some sort of evaluation needed in order to have a firearm. That would have checked this out the door. Yes, that would have. That would have. No matter what kind of traumatic upbringing or anything like that in the past that would make him do this. Having that safeguard there would have definitely. Are you sure you're telling me that I, that it wouldn't be better to have teachers with AKs hanging at the, at the back of, you know, strapped onto them. Yeah. You know, cause Donald Trump, he, he actually, um, you know, he's a genius. Did he say some shit like he, he said that, uh, he think the solution is oh. for every school to have one teacher that is strapped, as we would say in wow. the barrier, who would have Ooh, uh, sufficient heat to mitigate the situation on the spot. Yeah. But it goes back to wow. an eye for eye. Are we really? He did say. That, are we yeah. really going to kill somebody? He did say that. Who killed somebody else? What are we proving here? I, I don't. I don't understand, and it's a heated debate. But like I said, we, I feel like we peeled this back enough for for you know the layers of onions of this problem that we have in America. I mean, um, there's just so many. It just there's a lot there's of so many questions. There's you know? so many questions. A lot of factors. Yeah. There's been a lot of shootings, but something the media never talks about is the psychological perspective yeah. to this problem, and the media is mostly full of shit. So. Uh, and alternative becoming, news here, Eric. Yeah, well, not me, but seriously, I mean, you know, it's coming to be like I was talking to somebody, right? You know, so I drive. You know, <laughs> he was for, talking to somebody, you, guys. 
You well, yeah, yeah, yeah. For, 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 for the viewers out there, I don't talk to anybody. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, I was talking to somebody um, in the Uber, and you know, we were talking about the Gilroy, you know, um, tragedy, and she had mentioned that it's becoming common. It's it's just one of those things that you know you hear about a shooting nowadays, and you're 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 kind of detached what's the word college boy you know what's yeah you know, i'm kind of eric you know, you're kind of as of june 30 2019 there's uh, been a just in 2019 there's been 196 mass attempted shootings in america wow that's uh in one year that's how normal this thing has become you wow. know i think it's at this point it's safe to say mm-hmm. that the odds of you getting bitten in the fucking ass by a shark mm-hmm. and getting your cheeks took is about mm-hmm. close to the same probability of you or your kid having a shooting at the school. I wow. mean it, it's 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 getting close there. It'd be nice to ask That's an expert, crazy. see That's if they crazy. could crunch the numbers and uh, see where we're at with yeah. that. But it's just uh, it, it's a touchy subject, but we try to keep it light for you guys, so you, mm. so you can see it from another perspective, because that's something that I've noticed the media doesn't cover CNN or Fox. You know, it's not the popular solution to the problem, because you what know, video games mm. with Fortnite though, mm. they're the ones causing the problem allegedly. You know, the, no, no, the, the violence the, on yeah. movies and TV. And all this, uh, no, fuck that, fuck that. I'm not saying that's the solution. I'm not saying, I'm saying that's what they're either. saying right now. Yeah, I watched, I grew up in, you know, you know, the you 90s. watch Full House, I know. No, fuck you. But yeah, you I, can't I watched Rambo, <laughs> I watched Rambo jumping off of fucking helicopters, bombing small villages, killing, you know, fucking the wife, the children, the whole fucking town, saving Private you know, Ryan. Uh, you know, Schwarzenegger blowing up everybody. You know, the you know, Terminator, yeah, yeah. But, but I never said, you know, oh, let me try that in real life, you know. These people, it, it starts from home. It starts from home. But was, your, but was your home a rocky situation? No, it wasn't. I mean, you okay. know, we all have our, I okay. mean, for me it wasn't. Now, for some other kid that's, you know, you can't handle life and issues, it could have been turbulent. Well, but some of me, us internalize good. stuff, Eric. You might be good at not doing that, but... I'm taking the example of a little good old Santini, Santino here. He must have been internalizing this whole situation at home, and it finally oh he, for sure he imploded. Sure he yeah, he imploded. The guy yeah. blew up. Yeah, you know he blew up. But um, very interesting subject. I'm sure there's a lot of controversy out there, and people got their own takes. And we the parents aren't even saying anything. We'd look, you know, there's no interviews or anything, you know, they, you know, not, not even saying they're, you know, they're sorry for the loss of life, Eric, Eric, caused Eric. by their son. It's, I'm, I'm a little heated about it. I mean, it, it's a, it's a touchy subject and it's just fucking horrible. It's horrible. You know? It's horrible. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, you know, that's, that's how people feel, uh, that, you know, it, when it really comes down to it, this is a tragedy overall, period. End of discussion. It's a tragedy. But, like I said, we need to move towards, since people don't want to let go of guns, I think we need to move towards more having uh, psychological evaluations uh, before we let you get that gun. Because 
we'll know that good old Santini is going to be practicing on regular people. And Santini represents. Well, he's in hell a, now. A lot yo, of yo, he's in hell now, suffering greatly. And um, man, it's just it, it's 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 horrible. Yeah. It's horrible. It is. It is. It's, yeah. It's, God bless those families, man. You know, seriously, that's um. It's horrible. You know, this is becoming, you know, an everyday occurrence and we're coming desensitized. That's what I was looking for earlier. We're becoming desensitized from all these shootings. I remember when Columbine, we happened and we were just, you know, as a, yeah, as a country, as a nation, everything stopped and halted. And it was just, you know, we were all amazed at that loss of life. And now it's like, Every, you know, every month, every other month, you know, you said a hundred and how many? 196. 196 attempted. Yeah. Just in 2019. Attempted. And attempted. And, and we're, it's not over yet. Yeah. You know, the year's not over yet. So that's just, that's, it's remarkable. That's, that's, uh, it's, it's, it's alarming. It's it alarming to, to say the least. It is. All right, now we're we're gonna pick it up a little bit more on the brighter side. Yeah, of what's brighter. going on out there? We we're gonna talk about Trevor Lob L A U B. I just want people to know his name because uh, apparently he would purchase the cheapest ticket at Warriors games, and then uh, from there turn on his scammer hat. What he would do, Eric, is uh, Lob would check Ticketmaster and he'd find the best seats that were available. Then he would Photoshop a digital ticket that he would use. Uh, he would save in his phone and then use it when uh, ushers would would uh, would ask him where is he seated. He would show him, "Hey, here's my ticket. I'm in the front mm, row. I'm sitting right here. I I'm courtside." Yes. Right, right. I'm courtside, right. you know. Because the they don't scan those. They don't scan it's those. Visual, it's a visual check. It's a visual check. It's a visual check, yeah. Well, let me start with this, Trevor, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I'll never be able to scan my way to a fucking courtside seat ever in my life again. I don't think you have, but if you had wanted hold to. Hold on, hold on. I'm almost <laughs> fucking done with Trevor. Trevor, I'm yeah. done with you. <laughs> Trevor, you're a fucking asshole. Just want to let you know, I like oh, the Warriors, and you just fucked them. it up for everybody. It it was a great idea. I wish he shared that with the common folk before he fucking put the exploit online. Um, yeah, um, uh, he shared it with. I the don't girl. mean to I, take a racial perspective on this, but when was the last time you heard a Mexican getting over on the man and telling everybody about it? That uh, shit is a fucking ancient secret. Do you know any black people who found out a glitch in the system that decided to come out and tell the whole neighborhood? Nobody's telling this shit. No, no. That's staying underground forever. Right, right. Forever. So, Trevor, you fucked up. You really fucked us, Trevor. You know, you fucked the game up for a lot of people. Now, I don't scheme. Or, the, like the expression goes, Eric. You fucked the dog, Trevor. Mm -hmm. You really mm -hmm. fucked the dog on this one. Go ahead, Eric. Sorry. Well, yeah, no, certainly. I mean, I don't involve myself in any kind of schemes or any kind of thing like that. But I will say for those that, you know, 
were inquiring minds and you know, you know you know like this sort of thing you know you know they're probably you know reading this like damn that's such a great idea i wish i had done it you know it's not anymore and you know they already put a uh what do they do you know you know in video games when they uh update the video game and they you know, all you know, the glitches you know, all, the, all the glitches are done yeah yeah, yeah, that happened to Red those. Dead Redemption. Thanks a lot, Rockstar. Yeah, right. I had glitched three hours of my fucking time, and and you patched it. But that's a side note for right. for some of you younger audience GTA. that we have that are either in college or in high school. When you take a test, okay, and you cheat, or one of your boys is the leader of the cheaters. Mm-hmm. He's the leader of the cheaters. He's got the Scantron, mm-hmm. or it's a math problem, and <laughs> and Scantron. everybody's passing this thing around yeah. like like the the neighborhood bicycle, the girl right. that was really easy that we all passed yeah. around. Felicia, Felicia, Bye. Felicia yeah. was coming around, right? You know, mm-hmm. getting around to every Felicia mm-hmm. knew everybody. Mm-hmm. Felicia always needed five dollars. Everybody's everybody friend. knew Felicia, but we share Felicia because we shared a network. Mm-hmm. A bro code that you're supposed to right. respect. Right. You know? The, it's trader, insider mm-hmm. trading. Yes. And you just... And keep it you on the just, inside. You just betrayed all of us, you fucking traitor. That's Trevor, you goddamn traitor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's why it starts with the T, because we're going to call you T from now on. Mm-hmm. Not for Trevor, but for traitor. <laughs> you cocksucker. I'm sorry, Eric, but I just... You're passionate about this one. I mean, pal, I mean... Ha- I just ha- got a problem with that. Yeah. If if we're taking a fucking math test mm. and everybody's cheating yeah. and we all passed mm. and let's say hypothetically this person did that and then in the yearbook came in their senior cult, I mm. cheated on every test and I let Eric and everybody else copy off me and that's how we all passed calculus. It is kind of snitching now. It's all it is, is dry snitching. It's dry snitching, but he's dry snitching on, you know, like you just gave out the system. He gave out the system. He gave out the system. What about the other people that take that system. same teacher the year later, and now the professor knows you guys are going to be passing Felicia around? He killed the territory. The he killed the territory. He buried everybody. You know, he just yeah, he exposed the system right now. So anybody that it's was like, in that business is done now, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, fucking, the the pyramid scheme is over. The pyramid scheme's it, over. It bro. has crumbled. It has crumbled. <laughs> you know, it has started and ended with Trevor. This Trevor, yeah. Trevor, Man. wherever you are, I hope you enjoyed this court seat, court side tickets to prison. Yeah, but you are never invited in the Triple C podcast unless you want to come out here and get. And you know you're going to get arrested though too, right? We will do four segments on your ass just talking shit while you're yeah. right here. And I feel like we could keep this going on for a little bit. Yeah, but I yeah, I can. Mm. I can, but then it, it would be a little petty. Don't you think, Eric? So, we're so waste all that on. time talking about a snitch. Yeah, no, no, I feel it, but you know, so let me get this straight. He would go and buy the cheap ticket for like five or ten dollars. Eric, he buys so. a cheap ticket. Yeah. The guy's pretty I guess he, he could even be intermediate level uh qualified. Yeah. Be or computer literate uh-huh. to run a Photoshop on his phone. Right. Check what seats are still open. Mm-hmm. At because the, the people still do that. They sell their tickets last right. minute. You know, they can't make it. Whatever. whatever happens. Right. Yeah, yeah. So he ta- he finds out. Then he photoshops that same seat into his phone because he doesn't have a physical ticket. He doesn't have a lanyard like the rest of these rich motherfuckers. Really. And you and can buy those. And of all the staffs in the world. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever been to an Oracle uh, game, I have but the plenty. staff is sketch. I mean, a lot of the security there, they're sketch. And you when say I say so, and then when I say that, mm-hmm. I mean like a lot of them are faded or drunk, and they they're they're trying to do their job, well, but at the same on, time they'll bud. let some shit slide. On, they're bud. not gonna stand there and and go over with a micro with a with a fine tooth comb, fine tooth comb. Yeah. Or they're not going to stand there with the magnifying glass to try to figure this shit out. They're going to let you sit in your seat. You prove you sit here. All right, go ahead and have a seat. Nobody else is there. It must I like be those seat. kind of people. I like those kind of people. It must be I, your I, seat. I, I don't want the super cop fucking security at every you know sports game that I go to. And he's going to be busting my balls every time I go and get a beer and come back. You know, And he's going to have to scan my code and this and that and, and, and say – the ABCs in French, Spanish, and African. You know, I don't want that at every NBA game. <laughs> I don't think African is a language, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I get here. what you're saying. Though. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, I, I wouldn't want that at every game. So you know, Oracle Arena. Um, you know, wonderful people there that work there. You know, I've been there uh, plenty of times. Um, you know, you know, for uh, you know Warriors games. And it's just, you know, they're not going to do that, at, especially if you're courtside. Uh, especially if you're courtside, they're not going to hassle you because they know that you spent a lot of good money for those tickets and they really don't know who the hell you are. And, you know, <laughs> you, know you could be the one signing their checks. They don't know. So they don't um, know that. Yeah. But this bastard here, you know, he exposed the business and to hell with him you know he should you know and he's gonna get arrested too wouldn't he couldn't you you know for all that you know i don't know eric because it, it kind of it kind of already happened it already happened know? but you know you you uh yeah. I, I mean it's it, this is a horrible thing to do guys if you do this but it's kind of like you cheated on your girlfriend the relationship that you cheated on with it's over but then later it surfaced yeah, people are gonna be mad at you, but it kind of. I don't think he's looking for a job, though. If he was, yeah, no, nah, nah, but, nah, but nah, who nah. knows? He, he might be a total idiot. I mean, he sounds like a total idiot. He sounds like and a total idiot. It sounds like he had something good going, and he wanted to be. Yeah, you know what? It's that damn. I know Instagram. if I was, no, you know, if oh, I was me, Trevor's me, friend, if it was, if it was, tra- if I was Trevor's friend, Man. I you'd be blocked on Instagram already for sure. But let me say this: you know, it is that Instagram. To, to, to your point, it is that Instagram that's the problem. This is him wanting some sort of fame and wanting everybody to know that, hey, I'm at all these games for free. I'm getting over on the system. Look at me. I found a way, a glitch in the matrix. You know, you know, but, but, but it's all about him. He wants some credit for this. You know, you know getting the tickets weren't enough. You know, you know, he's past watching a game. He wants you know credit and recognition for this, and it's stupid. It's stupid. It's, it's a small-minded little dick individual that you know <laughs> you know that does little man like these. big truck complex yeah exactly you know exactly. yeah throwing that one back to episode one you yeah you gotta name all your kids after yourself mm. uh chances are yeah you probably got a big ass truck and a little ass dick exactly and i got a couple friends with big trucks you know don't take that personal i wasn't talking about you not everybody was i wasn't yeah. talking about you but yeah. I mean, if the shoe fits, 
<laughs> that's a whole nother story if you but. feel offended you probably are one of those people so but, but if you don't but, but, yeah, but yeah. that's beside the point right. trevor from the triple c podcast we just want to let you know you really fucked us trevor you you did you did us in pretty bad fuck and that guy whenever you get a chance trevor you know you want to apologize for coming out and snitching on on the system we we might forgive you because uh, we know you'll be able to offer us courtside seats at another arena. Now, Eric, uh, I just want to let you know somebody in the Democratic Party really cares about you. Now, don't take this the wrong way, but <laughs> Mary Ann Williamson uh, was speaking about reparations. Yes, yeah, she was. She was. You know what? I'm gonna let you take take uh, take the lead on this one, Eric. Miss Williamson went ten toes down. Okay, she um, now mind you, this is a, a white woman. You know, uh, she she's older, right? Older, older white lady. Um, you know, she's a Democrat. You know, this has happened at the uh, 2020 Democratic Convention. Earlier this week, um, with the twenty, um, uh, what would you call other them? candidates? Uh, thank you, other candidates, and she came out the absolute hardest out of all twenty candidates. Uh, she won me over big, in Eric's opinion. In my in my opinion, um, she she went over big. Uh, I just want to share with you um, two quotes. Um, the kind of long, but just bear with me. And it's uh, regarding reparations. Um, this is what. Uh, Miss Williamson had to say, if you did the math of 40 acres and a mule, given their, <laughs> come on, buddy. sorry, sorry, go ahead. Given there were four to five million slaves at the end of the civil war, and there were probably 40 acres and a mule for every family of four. If you did the math today, it would be trillions of dollars. And I believe that anything less than a hundred billion is an insult and 200 to 500 billion is politically feasible today because so many Americans realize there is an injustice that continues to form a toxicity underneath the surface an emotional turbulence that only repara- reparations will heal very powerful quote um i, I just, agree I with just wanted completely. to throw in a little uh, question in there she's the only hold up behind would, would yeah. mary ann's great great grandfather Share that same sentiment about it, it, <laughs> if it's not. anything less than possibly billion not. dollars. Possibly it's not. But continue, please. Yeah, uh, sorry, yeah, I don't want to get yeah, you off topic. No, but possibly not. But you know, she went. She's the only candidate. Um, not only, uh, well, obviously, it would most likely come from the Dem- Democratic side. The Republican has not even touched you know reparations, other than saying that we don't deserve it. <laughs> the only <laughs> thing that comes to mind is that Dave Chappelle episode. Mm-hmm. Where uh, all black people got their uh, their reparations, right? And, and the right. Ch- chicken sales and stocks mm-hmm. went through the skyrocketed, roof, skyrocketed, yeah. skyrocketed, and Swishers mm-hmm. too, right? <laughs> Newport. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's all I could think about all right now is with yeah. all these reparations. If they actually got paid out, shoot, would would be crazy. American um, gold would uh, chicken wings would be the new gold. <laughs> They'd be valued, very highly valued. But sorry, get, hit us with the second quote, Eric. But in all seriousness, um, so 
that was her comment on reparations. I just want to, you know, finish, you know, my response to her comment just on reparations. Um, I, you know, you know, anyways, you know, she's the only candidate to mention, um, you know, well, she's not the only candidate to, I take that back. She's not the only candidate to mention reparations, but she's the only candidate to put a price tag, actual physical number on reparations. And, um, so Michael Jackson didn't invent the moonwalk. He just made it more popular and more, uh, he made it stand out more. You could say that, and you did, and she but, did, and, yeah. she, and she's obviously a mathematician. I mean, she she calculated the acreage and the mule uh, ratio, and she came out with billions. She came out with billions, came and Bernie with came with nothing. Um, Bernie Sanders <laughs> said, "No, he doesn't believe in reparations." Um, Bernie Sanders, his only um, way of reparations would be. To for every um, African American person or every African affected by slavery, they their student debt um, or college tuition would be erased. So you can get into college for free, and if you had gone to college and you still have debt, we'll pay that. Um, that was his only. Oh, I'm sorry. Educational us, reparations. Us, us Mexicans, we never suffer nothing. The Native Americans never suffered anything. The uh, the Asian Americans with the internment camps, the Japanese internment camps mm -hmm. that we had, they didn't suffer anything. I, I'm just I just wanted to throw that out there. But keep going, please. You had a second quote for us, right? True. Yes, I did have a second quote. I'm just saying that. Let that, me get to the second. I'm quote sorry, Eric, but that's that's crazy. You are excited. Let me get to the second quote. I but mean, I Bernie. Just... What about my people? What about mm -hmm. the rest of the people, Bernie? But uh, yeah, yeah, I like well, Bernie though. I'm not gonna lie. I, I I don't. Bernie has a lot of solid ideas, you know. But what, um, you know, some people say he's a socialist. Who knows? A little bit Poli of a socialist. Politics and politics. Yeah, but, you know. But, um, um, you know, I, I believe that we can. You know, you know. There's different ways of. Uh, there's a couple of policies that Bernie has that yeah you know, that I think would work. You know, that are a little bit socialist in a way. But anyways. Back to, you know, Marianne Williamson. Um, her second quote that you really want to get to is, um, well, you know what? Let me just read you the whole entire quote, uh, and we'll get your opinion. So this is Marianne Williamson, again, at the 2020 Democratic debate earlier this week. This is the second quote? This is her second quote that, you know, okay. was a real standout um, in her speech. I assure you, I live in Gross Point. That's a location. Uh, what happened in Flint would have not happened in uh, Grosse. Is it Grosse or? Flint, Michigan. Yeah, anyways. Flint, Michigan. Let me, let me restart this. All right. I assure you, I live in Gross Point. What happened in Flint would have not happened in Gross Point. This is part of a dark underbelly of American society. The racism, the bigotry, and the entire conversation that we're having here tonight if you think any of this wonkiness is going to deal with this dark psychic force of the collectivized hatred that the president is bringing up in this country, then I'm afraid that the Democrats are going to see some very dark days. Wow. Okay. Can I, can I hop in for a second? Hop in. There's, I think there's two parts to this. Let's start with the Flint, Michigan. Mm -hmm. That was the, for those of you who don't know, corporations over there, they're, 
there's a, a river that passes by that a lot of people get water from. Mm. Am, am, am I? You're correct. I'm correct, correct right? Yeah. So this water uh, got all these companies dumped their waste in there, and it just settled in there. And it's we, tampered with. It's tampered with. Yes. Um. So uh, this mayor had a genius idea that, oh, you know, the, actually, I'm kind of getting the facts messed up. But the whole point is they switched the reserve, the body of water mm-hmm. as contaminated to feed the people. Mm-hmm. So now the people are intaking high levels of of lead. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's fucking horrible. It's horrible. So mm-hmm. in that sense, it's good to bring that up again. Mm-hmm. I like that she did that. But the other part is this whole reparations thing. Mm-hmm. This whole reparations thing. I know there's different ways. You know, I could tap you on the back and say, oh, I'm so sorry for happening with your, your ancestors. But, mm-hmm. and, she, you know, she obviously spent some time making these calculations. But mm-hmm. how do you calculate pain? How do you calculate suffrage how do you calculate Mm -hmm. all the times that people were starving Mm -hmm. during this time all the pain people Mm -hmm. felt from from not being able Mm -hmm. to even get an education because they were being oppressed you know there's there's and this happened to multiple people in this in this country and um you know i'm far from being politically correct i'm more open to hearing different sides of, of, a, of, a, of the debate, Eric. But my problem, Marianne, is I don't think you, even though you came up with a number, billions, billions has nothing to do with with pain and suffering. That I think that's, you can't calculate that, Eric. Pain is, is immeasurable. There's no way you can calculate the amount of suffering that people had during that era but you know if if they paid if they paid people reparations even something i wouldn't be against it but i'm just saying to put a number on it there's no way to put a fucking number on something for sure i mean you know the pain and agony and all that stuff and you know know, she made a comment to that point of yours that you can't put a number on it and that really you know 200 to 500 billion is still not enough and she had you know says you know that it would really be in the trillions um you know as far as going okay to, man going on 40 acres and a mule how much money does someone need so we can revert racism can you give me the number for that don't do that can, you know? how much money do we need so that everybody makes the same men and women how much money do we need for that marianne I wouldn't go that far. I, I think that this woman, you know, she's the only one that's putting this. She's out got there. good intentions. She man. has good intentions. I, I get it. I get and it. And she but... has good energy. And I appreciate her dark psychic energy comment because you know I. So what was the other thing that she said though about Trump? That you know he's making, you know, you know that Trump is creating a nation that has like this dark, you know, psychic energy of. Of negativity, I'm paraphrasing here, but you know, to that point, that you know, our country is devolving and not evolving. You know, is 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 really, I think. What Have I ever told you, you look like Kanye about. West? I've gotten that before. You got that, you know, that you know, before? You know, that, 
a guy saw me on the elevator and I was looking down on my phone and he's like, yo, yo, yo. And I'm like, <laughs> and I look up and he's like, oh, 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 but my bad, bro. You know, <laughs> I thought you were cut. I was like, for real? No, no I'm, just, I'm just dad. saying, I, like, I, I, you know, I just made the connection. That was a random. Kanye's really good friends with Trump. Oh. Oh fuck off! <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, this is where we're going. So, but no, but Eric, you got you're, me there. You're, you're you got right. me there, bud. You got me there. Trump has created this aura around America. I feel like he's put the stupid shield around us. Yeah, they look at America like, oh, everybody's as dumb as this fucking mm-hmm. uh, corn hair headed motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Everybody mm-hmm. has uh, a limited amount of brain cells in America because yeah. they voted for him. The majority voted for him. But, you know, there's millions of Americans out there that can't even read past the fifth fucking grade. Mm-hmm. So I'm just making an early prediction here. Mm-hmm. Next year, I, you know, I don't know if you have something on, on the contrary to say to that. But despite what Marianne is saying, I, I don't know why I feel like he's going to win again. She has my vote. Um, I think that, yes, he is going to win. Uh, I just feel like yeah. he, he's done enough to convince the the you know, the economy stable. Let's There's be let's let's state the facts. Around. The the economy's good. Mm-hmm. The man has a lot of of uh, his investment portfolio is as as varied as Noah's Ark's. Mm-hmm. He's got a little bit of everything. A little bit of everything. A little bit of everything in there, and he owns a lot of properties. Mm-hmm. And if I'm playing Monopoly, what do I want to do? I want to raise. I want to buy as much property as I can, and I want to build up as as mm. far as I can. He has the same interest as a president that these companies do. So even though he's in the president's chair, he still has the mindset of these special interest groups, or you know, I shouldn't say special interest groups, but he still has the mind of a company and what a company would want to do. Because you know, essentially. Even though he stepped down from his positions on his companies, you know, before presidency, he still has the mindset of a businessman and he has, you know, a company's best interest, you know, in mind. And that's why his his chin grows about two inches every year. (laughs) Or his nose. Uh, like Pinocchio, uh. and and his waistline is is uh, is is um, is expanding just like the rest of his business investments. Man, that was uh, that was one hell of a show. That was amazing, Eric. Woo! Eric, uh, what were your final thoughts on on today? I thought it was a really good podcast. I think we hit on a lot of topics that people were thinking about this week. And I'm looking forward to the next episode of the Triple C Podcast, baby. You can follow us, Triple C Podcast 100. Go on IG at Triple C Podcast 100. And please donate, folks. You know, your donations (laughs) make this all possible for viewers like you. (laughs) <laughs> for viewers like you, you can um, you can also check us out on Anchor. We're on a couple other uh, sites, but you can see that on the on the uh, Instagram page. Well, the episodes will keep coming. We'll keep uh, picking these juicy topics and taking them apart for you. I uh, hope you guys have a good weekend. Enjoy this Friday and Happy uh, Friday! Happy Friday! Have a great weekend, guys. See you next week. <laughs>